Oh man, I don't know why I love that intro so so much. It, it gets me hyped. It gets me hyped to talk about fantasy football. You you jumped right in. I was about to do my hey, welcome into the pigskin. Uh, you know, I kind of said I kind of said fuck it. I, I was hyped, bro. Right, I, I can tell. Like I said, I don't know why that intro gets me hyped for some reason. Right, I mean it's um, it's that kind of music. It's like that uh nice nice beat gets you popping, gets you moving, gets that blood flowing. Get up I, and dancing type music. I, you know? It sounds like you're going to the gym right now. I mean, it's it's Friday night, late, and you're you're talking about getting up and dancing and shit. Hey man, that's the type of music I'd listen to um, listen to during my good old PT test. But hey. yeah, I'm I'm a psycho. I just sit there with nothing and just work out. Oh, you don't listen to any music. No, are you, fuck are yeah, you I okay? I was about to say, do I need to get you checked? Do you need to go to the mental insight insane asylum? Because I'll I'll check you in personally. No, I actually listen to uh, podcasts and stuff like that. Um, oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah, I, I I switch it up depending on what I'm doing. Like if I'm lifting weights, I'll usually listen to some some kind of music, whatever playlist I got on my phone. Oh, I and then running were- is running's when I listen to my podcasts and. See, I thought you were going to say, I, yeah, I switched my workout routine. I was like, I sure hope so. You're not just going to the gym and focusing on just arms every day. You can't oh, skip yeah, man. He, like my dad says, got to get them guns. Got to get them tickets to the gun show, bro. Mm. God, as as, my, dad, father, as, as, like as my dad loves to say. <laughs> Y'all are some corny so motherfuckers in that house. Hey, you you want tickets to the gun show, Ben? I, I, I don't want to, bro. I want to sell my tickets to the gun show because someone I, I else would like them. I can hook you up, bro. I can hook you up. <laughs> uh, I've got a trainer tomorrow at noon for that exact thing, so I'm good. I, he's actually ripped. I don't know what you are. You might be a a fat nerd. I've never seen you before, so. Oh, really? It's, it's not like you haven't seen me in a year and a half. All right, so let's get into <laughs> fantasy football. We a little raised. delayed, but that's okay. Right. Uh, two and a half minutes into this. So this is going to be the preview show for the week three. You know, what's kind of coming up, uh, the games, who we want to start, sit, who we're, you know, desperation throws, flex plays, someone that we're, you know, streaming or hoping for. Uh, so which do you want to start off with the games or do you want to start off with a couple questions first? Or do you want to recap the fact that Gardner Minshew fell off a cliff? I can't find him. I think he's been dropped in waivers. I This dude's I, missing. MIA I, on him. It's one game, man. You can't can't trip about one game. We got to put a bolo out on him because someone's got to find him and his athleticism. Because he looked like Ryan Fitzpatrick, like a 37-year-old. And Ryan Fitzpatrick looked like a 22-year-old. Like they He swapped. got sacked like five times, but you can't. He had a he didn't have that bad of a game. Well, that's the thing. It's like he's known for escaping and avoiding the sack to make the throw. He did a lot of times. We watched the game together doing a pot another uh, doing an episode, the one All that I came know. out this morning. All I know is that he escaped the pocket and threw an interception at the end of the game, which I loved because I'm facing you oh. and you put him in your lineup and you sat Fitzpatrick. That makes me a happy man. Shut the hell up. I still got plenty of people to play. Jonathan Taylor's going to tear up the Jets. DeAndre Hopkins is going to tear up the Detroit Lions, especially with Christian Kirk out. And it's going to happen. Mark it down. Mm-hmm. 35 points. 
Okay. Well, here, see, people who are listening, they may understand our league and our league settings, but some people aren't. This is a dynasty, two QB, two running back, two wide receiver, three flex, and a defense. And they're going to be like, how do you have – oh, yeah, of course, a tight end. How do you guys have so many superstars? It's a dynasty. We either drafted them or traded for them. So there are some really Mm -hmm. strong teams. There's some really weak teams. (laughs) That is really weak, extremely weak. Yeah, I (laughs) – <laughs> my father <laughs> um so you're uh, on this podcast we have two of the top you know top teams i would say we're both in the top three so uh, i mean i'm the number one right now so yeah that you are and you know what i'm number five and, and then playing you you might knock me out of the number one spot i don't like that please don't take all your people out please, please. i'm at number five because of the rash of injuries i have and Shane Daddy fucking slapped me around. I I was his little bitch that week, dude. Aaron Jones, fuck you. That, that was a little unexpected concerning. He was projected to finish as the worst in the league. Right. He, was, he was projected to finish as the worst in the uh, league. We're not here to rag on me. We're here to talk about games or questions. So, but, I mean, it's important to say that any player at any given time can go off. So, fantasy football is a lot of... There's some luck skill, but there is also a lot of luck. Look at Aaron Jones and Stephon Diggs. Who would have guessed they would have combined for a little over 100 points together? Yeah, you know, same to say with uh, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. Right. Who would have thought that would have combined for 110 points? So you got to realize the most you can do as a fantasy, you know, owner is build the best roster you can and try to make the wisest decisions. But there is luck involved. And that's yeah. that's the way the cookie crumbles. I should be number one. I have the most fantasy superstars on my team, but you know what? I'm fifth, yeah. and I've got most of them hurt. And I've got to make up. Barkley, Thomas, Adams, Thomas. Mahomes, Sanders. Juju, not Juju. Shit. No, I traded Juju for Galladay, but then I yeah, got Terry McLaurin. Oh. I got Ceedee Lamb, who I drafted this year. Yeah, I'm, but hey, man, I'm very happy with my team as well. You made a lot of good trades this offseason to, to build your I've, game. I've made I very few have... trades too. I, I didn't. I made a point to not make trades. That's why I haven't traded Stewart for Ezekiel, even though he probably wouldn't do it. But I'd have to give up Cook and another like mid tier player. See, for you, or I Jonathan Taylor yeah. too. I'd say 100% trade Dalvin Cook. But you know my stance on Dalvin Cook is he's often injured. And I don't like him. If I was you, I'd either get the handcuff of Alex Madison or I would get. You're just saying that because you have him. Yes, exactly. Let's be honest. Yeah, and that's why but, I went out and got him. Cook is always hurt. And you can upgrade from Cook to Dal- or from yeah Cook to Elliot. And you know what? Elliot is, I was not high on <laughs> Elliot in the offseason. You know what? I you might know. have to wait to upload this episode to after I talk with Stuart so it doesn't hear or some shit. <laughs> right. Well, you've got only a couple hours. So I would say go go package. I, hell, I would even pay the price of Chark and Cook. I know you're going to call me crazy for that, but you have well, enough other wide I was offering um, Chark and Boyd. Okay. See, I would. There you go. Because he likes, he was telling me he likes Chark more than Boyd, but he wanted Boyd more just because he has Joe Burrow, which I understand, which is why I wanted Juju. So goddamn bad for me. And you still haven't gotten him off. Uh, Our third co-host who, uh, again, misses another episode. It's uh, the Yeti down there. 
Um, he's gone. He, he didn't want to. He didn't want to trade me Juju. No, he doesn't. Which not. is fine. Which is fine. You know, not a bit, not a big deal. I'm not too worried about it. Hopefully, yeah. he has a like a three or four week down stretch, and then I'll try and go out and get him for decently cheap. See, and that's what I'm hoping. Uh, DJ Shark happens, so I can go swipe him up uh, pretty cheap. Yeah, but you'd be swiping from me, and I wouldn't be selling him probably. So I, I still like him enough to hold on to him, even during you the bad times. You texted me what for Shark, so don't don't give me that. Well, that's when I, I was know talking, you're a Patriots that's, fan. That's I, when I was talking to Stuart. I was trying to get more ammo to trade to him. Okay. Well, I've got Nikhil Harry, and he has a 29% target share in that offense already. And I'm just saying, Nikhil Harry's looking real good on that field. You're a Patriots fan. I, 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 don't, I, I don't disagree. He does look good. Okay, so the first question I want to start off with is a tight end question because a lot of people have to play streamers because after like the top four or five, you're kind of like in no man's land. And that those top four is obviously... Yeah, that, those helpful. are just blind dart throws a lot right. of times. Hell, even sometimes the top three because we've seen what Kittle, Kittle has done. Yeah, uh, and Andrews Kelsey only has done sometimes. Points. Yeah. I was counting on Mark Andrews last week. Six now... Points. Now, granted, those those top five, top six tight ends are more of a sure thing than people behind them. Right, but like tight I, ends are, are a trickier position sometimes in fantasy weeks. In fantasy leagues, oh, I hundred percent agree. Because if sure, if they get nine targets, that's fantastic. You want that, but is that sustainable? You know, like a wide receiver, not typically. Yeah, exactly, and if. If I had the option to take out the tight end and play a wide receiver running back, I'd, I'd do it every week. Unless well, I had like Waller. Right. That guy where he has 35% target share in that offense. Right. Which I'm, I'm not too surprised about, especially with um, Ruggs being out and I'm not having the greatest talent at wide receiver. Although right. their running backs are damn good. I 100% agree. All righty. So let's get into this. The tight end question is, which of these three would you play as a streamer? Because uh, most of these would have been on the waiver wire or still are on the waiver wire this week. Drew Sample for the Cincinnati Bengals, Jordan Reed for San Francisco, or Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys? I'll let you answer first. Okay, well, I'm all in on Reed. Um, they aren't bad options. You know, Drew Sample and Dalton Schultz aren't bad. I have very little faith that Schultz will get the same target share again in that Dallas offense. Even against the Seahawks, I just think that it's going to have to go to the wide receivers. They're going to need those big electric plays. Uh, for Drew Sample, I just don't have a whole lot of faith when it comes to the Bengals facing the Eagles. I don't know if the Bengals are going to do enough to to warrant him having five or six targets. I don't see Joe Burrow throwing, you know, 60 times like he did last game in this one. And that leaves Jordan Reed, who San Francisco used to play with Kyle Shanahan at Washington um, and then came over here because he's had a lot of health injuries, decided to go back to a coach he knows. He's 31 years old. Still has something left in the tank, and Kittle was out. Kittle went out last week, and he put up two touchdowns on nine targets, which was the most. So I, I picked him up. I might actually play him over some wide receivers this week just so I can have 
that that chance at those at those touchdowns. Sure, I have Mark Andrews, and people would be like, "Well, you're definitely starting Mark Andrews." I go, "Yes," but let's say Kenny Galladay. They say he's a go, but it's my beware kind of situation. Like, is he a decoy? Right. I'd rather know that I could, you know, I put Reed in and took the shot on that. Yeah, he could have some kind of lingering injury that would slow him down or cause him not to move quite as well. Right. So who out of those three would you take and why? Oh, no, I 100% agree with you. I I would definitely take Jordan Reed, especially uh, with how he did last last week and the target he got. The only thing that concerns me is – Mullins, since Garoppolo is out, I don't know how he's going to perform in a lot of Jordan Reed's uh, performance issues, or not necessarily performance issues, but performance questions are going to be around uh, how how Mullins does. So whether he does good or not, I don't know. But with Drew Sample only being 8% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, he, if I needed a tight end or needed a flex to stream, he might be someone that I would think about. Okay. And then as far as Jordan Reed goes, he's playing a pretty he's playing the Giants and he's twenty four percent rostered. I he'd be my number one option. But like I said, if if Reed was taken, I would look at sample. If sample was taken, I'd I'd look at Schultz because right, it's go down the line. I, I honestly, I might take Schultz over Sample just because I know they're going to pass um, a lot in that. It, in it's going to be a shootout with Russell Wilson on Sunday. It, Nine touchdowns, zero Sunday. interceptions. I yeah, know Sunday wrong, at one twenty-five. Because but... I mean, he had ten targets on against Atlanta, and that was a freaking shootout. Yeah. So all think it, it points to being a shootout with Seattle on Sunday. So he. I don't know. Uh, kind of makes me want to take him over Jordan Reed a little bit. So, um, I honestly, I'd take, um, well, I said, let me correct this stat. I said nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. And what I mean by that for Russell Wilson is that one interception that he threw was not his fault. It hit the receiver in the hands and then it went to a defensive back. That's not his fault. I'm not counting that against him. So, uh, how about this? If uh, I, I would, I would like to amend my statement. I think I'd take Dalton Schultz over Jordan Reed. So you take Dalton Schultz first, then Jordan Reed, and then Drew Sample. Yeah. Really? Okay. See, so you switch. Well, I mean, think about it. Jordan Reed, uh, or not Jordan Reed specifically, but the Giants have yet to allow. They've been playing pretty good defense, especially on the tight ends. They haven't allowed more than twenty. They played 20 Eric Ebron and Jimmy Graham. Yeah, and he also has Nick Mullins throwing to him. What's your point? Nick Mullins loves the tight end, and remember, he came in last. Doesn't mean year doesn't mean he's going to do well. But I also I'm also just purely going off of I, I love the volume that Dalton Schultz most likely will get. We know the volume will be there for Dalton Schultz. We don't know it's going to be there for Jordan Reed. Is what I'm trying to say. He led the team with eight targets last week. Exactly. Yeah, but we don't know it's going to continue. Same for Dalton Schultz, yes. Uh, either one of them is going to be a great play. See, but just because it's, but I'm going up because it's going to be a shootout with Seattle, I'd probably 
rather risk it with Dalton Schultz than Jordan Reed. Hey, that's why we have you know each other here. We don't always agree eye to eye. So let me. I, I, I agree with you for the most part. It's just because it's going to be a shootout. Let me ask you this. I'm leaving Dalton Schultz. Um, if you had Jordan Reed on your team, and then let's say like a hurt player, like one who might play this week, but it could be a decoy, like Kenny Galladay. Would you play Jordan Reed or Kenny Galladay? Um, because I don't. Uh, that, that's a tough question because I love Matt Stafford at the quarterback, but at the same time, I don't trust that offense. Right. I don't know if a uh, hurt Kenny Galladay is going to take on a Patrick Peterson. Is he? Yeah. It's like, is he actually hundred percent healthy? No. Funny enough, he told the press on Friday, "I am not a hundred percent healthy." Mm, so, so exactly. Would you, so, would you take at that a point? Read? I'd probably, uh, knowing the volume that Jordan Reed's probably going to get, uh, I'd, I'd probably take Jordan Reed over Kenny Galladay. Sweet, thanks. You just helped me set my lineup again. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, now I hope uh, Jordan Reed gets injured again, like he did last year. Uh, he gets hurt every year, so I just need him for one game, one <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> kind of like a Mike Gasecki did for you. Yeah, it's okay. He gave me nine points, so it's all good, dude. Exactly. That's what I said. I just that's all I need. I'm you know? I'm okay with that with my flex. I'm not happy about it, but I'm I'm okay with it. Right. So any other like deep streamers that you would play this week at tight end that, you know, maybe I guess, you know, people mm. haven't heard yet. Like I'm I'm a little I bit think those are really the big three. No, nah, see I I really like Jordan Atkins. From Houston. Oh, at, well, actually, Atkinson or is it Ak- yeah, Atkins, Atkins. A-K-I-N-S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we're actually going to talk about him later in the Houston game, but I actually kind of like him. Let's say those three, since they're the big three. They he was someone out. that actually uh, I picked up and streamed for a few weeks last year until he started going downhill. I, I put him on bench and I eventually dropped him, but he was someone that got me about 10 to 12 points a game last year after I, I decided that I was just going to... Uh, since it was a nice league, I decided I was just going to sell my players and get picks for it and picks I got. Can't go wrong with that. So, yeah, nope. I would say uh, if you couldn't land one of these big three, which you should be able to, um, go snag up a Jordan Atkins if you if you don't have anyone else. Let's say you have like David Njoku who's on IR and you're sitting there going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know? I guess he's the last dart throw. What about like CJ Uzuma or Tyler Eifert? Well, CJ Uzuma. Well, see, Tyler Eifert already played. Never mind. What about OJ Howard? Is he someone you'd risk it on knowing Tom Brady liked him the first game? I didn't really target him a whole lot the second game. What about this week against a Denver defense? I would have to really be desperate. So he's okay. Okay. How about a. a Jimmy Graham. Oh no, hell no. For Chicago. Nah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know, play I know you like. like uh, I know you like uh, David Ngoku. I do love David Ngoku. Good old Cleveland. Yeah, but he's hurt. He's on IR. His knee. So that's true. That makes Austin Hooper a little bit more uh, worth it. I don't think after that there's like any. Oh yeah, CJ Uzuma's on IR too. Never mind that. Yep. Torn Achilles. The last dart throw that I w- I would Jordan Atkins. He's only 5% rostered, so yeah. 
in Yahoo leagues at least. That, Probably that about the same across all fantasy, right? Uh, fantasy league formats. How do you feel about a Irv Smith Jr. against Tennessee? He's only eight percent rostered, and he's playing Tennessee. He's he's not doing great. Obviously, that's why he's way down here. But I see. I I guess after if I if you can't get Atkins at five percent owned, I'm sorry. Just don't play tight end. <laughs> like, I mean, just pick up the most, you know, the closest guy. Because, like, if you I mean, play- it also depends on which league. Because, like, um, Gardner Minshew is only rostered in about 30% of leagues, and Yahoo at least. Right. So, it, it is realistic to say that uh, there are better tight ends available than what are in our leagues as well. Right, which well, I, I would definitely not be surprised about because a lot of people sometimes only have one tight end, or sometimes have two tight ends on their team. Right, we I know people Dynasty in our league with uh, I know, deep bench. So. I know people in our league have two tight ends for the most part. Oh God, I've got three that I can think of. Four technically because I'm playing Jordan Reed this week, but yeah, I've got yeah, four that's right. on my team. I've got them up to stream them. Yep, Reed's Andrew, TJ Hawk, and good old. Uh, Evan Ingram, people are going to be like, why wouldn't you play Evan Ingram over Jordan Reed? I mean, the volume could be there with Berkeley going down, but that San Francisco I feel like, they, just I feel like uh, Darius Slayton would pick up a lot of that. And that's what I feel, too. Uh, I like Ingram. Uh, he did lead you know, the Giants in targets last week, but he's playing San Francisco. He, yes, their defense is kind of banged up, but I just like the chance for Reed to score more. He he definitely has that that potential, and I um, legitimately hate it because I am playing you. So that that's that's not fun. Uh, hey, I told everyone last episode, go pick him up if you can. I listened to my advice this time. I picked him up. <laughs> Funny enough, Jordan Reed, we're doing the start sits for the 49ers, unless you have some questions off the cuff. Ooh, Lex. Huh. Um, defenses. Okay, let's let's talk defenses for a hot second. Okay, I know. Um, one of the defenses I picked up the stream was the the Tampa Bay because they're playing the Buccaneers, and with Jeff Driscoll being an unknown commodity, essentially, uh, me not trusting him. Yeah, I mean he's known, but I don't trust him to not turn the ball over, and that makes me scared to start Jared Duty because I've I've been hardcore thinking about it. So who are some popular defenses or people or not people defenses you would stream for this week um, based on matches alone? Funny enough, this is going to sound um, not the best, but I'm, I'm going New York Giants against 49ers. They're, yeah, with Jimmy G being out. Jimmy G out. McKinnon is the starting running back because – Mostert's down. Tevin Coleman's kind of banged up. Debo Samuel's out. Kittle's out. Their defensive or their offensive line's not a hundred percent. So like I, I would go with the Giants, and the Giants didn't do bad last week uh, against the Chicago Bears. I mean, they did have two interceptions. Again, it's Trubisky, so I understand. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'd I'd pick them up if I was looking, you know, to play them. Um and then if I had to go farther down the mat, it would it'd get a little dicier. Um, 
Yeah, that's why I kind of um, glad to pick up Tampa Bay. I'm starting them against you. Guess the other team would be Tennessee against Minnesota, just because Tennessee does have a pretty decent front. Or Cleveland against Washington football team. I I guess those like. Mm. I think Cleveland's defense is pretty good. Well, for I guess first. What question, about um? Yeah, go ahead. The Rams or Denver against Tampa Bay. No, I. What, what about Tennessee against Minnesota with how the Minnesota uh, passing offense especially has been? Well, see, that's what I said. They were one of my streamers if I couldn't pick gotcha, up gotcha. the Giants. I'd be Giants I didn't hear Tennessee, that far, by and then Cleveland. And okay. for Denver, I'd say no just because they have not looked great uh, this year. They look all right, but I'm sorry. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, he's making mistakes at the moment, but I just, with Vaughn Miller out and everything else going on, I just can't put myself to pull the trigger on it. I'd, I'd much rather go grab the Giants. And if that bites me in the ass, it bites me in the ass. Redskins against Browns, you taking the Redskins over that? Ah, Washington football team, yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know. It's, it's going to be a minute for everyone to change. But uh, funny enough, I actually... Went and picked up, I almost said it, uh, the football team, Washington, just because they they are getting to the quarterback at in an alarming rate. 11 oh sacks already. Yeah, and their top pick, their top draft pick looks looks phenomenal. Amazing. Let's, I mean. He's, how he's many, fun to watch. Oh, my God. How many first-round picks do they have in that front seven? I mean, good Enough. Lord. Montez Sweat. Then they've got Jonathan Allen. Then they got Chase Young. Wasn't Ryan Kerrigan long ago a first? He's a little old, but he's still good. Reuben Foster is oh, a linebacker. Is. I mean, they are just stacked. I know I'm missing some, but like they are stacked, and they're proving that, hey, our defense is good. So um, one of the top five li- uh, lists I'm looking at has the, 40, has the number one for streaming this week, at least, 49ers against the Giants. Patriots against the Raiders, Colts against the Jets, Tampa Bay against the Broncos, and the Steelers against the Texans. Texans in that order. What do you think? I I would put Steelers against the Texans as the number one defense overall this year. They this were, week or this year? This this year. This week also. Yes, Pittsburgh's going to destroy that poor offensive line. Deshaun Watson's going to run for his freaking life. I feel bad for the dude, but TJ Watt looks amazing this year, though. Too Minka well. Fitzpatrick is the—he's the pinnacle. Hey, I need my Troy Polamalu back. That's what Mike Tomlin said. What got his Troy Polamalu back by getting Minka Fitzpatrick and just looks, Mwah! and it's mm. so mm. good. So you got a yeah. fair point. You make a you make a fair point. And never, never trade for a freaking defense. Whether you're in redraft or dynasty, Travis. <clears throat> the only one that I will make an exception for, if you send at in dynasty, at most a third round pick, at most a third the round chance pick, of them getting that defense getting drafted at some point is pretty high, right? So third most or third round in a dynasty, not a redraft. Redraft, you don't trade picks. In a redraft, ju- sorry, don't trade for him. In a dynasty, maybe, maybe Baltimore. 
at most. Nothing and no one else. I just gave compliments to Pittsburgh, but no. The owner's going to get 10, 15, 20 points from them every week, and they're going to be like, I want a second or a first. And you're going to go, mm. sure. No, that was like the Patriots last year, which you Dude, had. I, I was just about to say that. I was like, damn, like that's how I felt with the Patriots last year, giving me 20 points a game. Because they ended up with a buck ton of points last year. And they they finished very high ex- just overall, among all fantasy players, you know, they had 312 points last year in uh, Yahoo in our league. Last year in our league, I'm looking this up. I want to For what? Sure. The Patriots? Yeah, one, two, three, yeah, four. I just said 312. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. They finished eighth overall out oh. of all players. Eighth. Oh, you're looking up overall. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. In our that league was- with our settings. That oh. is crazy. I bet you yeah, the next and, and they've had a few defensive players sit out this year. Oh yes, but hurt. they had twenty five picks, eleven fumble recoveries, seven touchdowns, one safety, sacks. four block kicks, two points. Uh, or yeah, oh no, the, not two points allowed, just two points and two times zero. Did they crazy good for defense fantasy wise? Right. Like twenty five picks as a team is insane. Oh yeah, I bet you that's probably sacks. the most. That easily was the most. They had the most touchdowns too, which was crazy. Anyways, I'm not complaining. They're my fantasy uh, defensive starter since week three when I was able to pick them up after they had two salary weeks. I was, I was honestly a little surprised I was able to get them in week three after two salary weeks back to back. So I kind of uh, I didn't pick them up sooner, honestly. Good question from here since you brought up the defenses. Um, do you have any other questions like that? Uh, give me one second here. Because, uh, I mean, we were talking about the Giants or 49ers. I'd say start the Giants defense all day over over the 49ers. I get 49ers are going to have a pretty decent defense, but not after all the injuries. I mean hey. – that could be uh that could be fair. Hmm. Let's see. I was trying to find the record for most team interceptions, but Oh, like all time? Yeah. Cause I, now you got me curious. Anyways, um Let's see. What was my second? I had another question. That I, I gotta find it. I got myself all kinds of fudged up. Two, two, two. Okay, five top five quarterbacks this week. Let me know if you agree. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. So you said Russell Murray. So I'll, I'll read that again. Yeah, something like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Lamar, Kyler, Russell, Dak, Josh Allen. You know, it's going to be hard to argue with that because I keep the top four the exact same. Um, Only thing they have uh, uh, Patty Mahomes at number six. I could understand flipping him with Josh Allen, but no. going against that Ravens defense. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Allen at five with who he's playing. 
You know what? I think I'd I'd keep that the same because that's. You know what? No, I'd, I'd switch out Josh Allen for Aaron Rodgers just for the simple fact that Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. He's playing against the Saints. He's going to throw. I, I get the Saints aren't going to be able to keep up, but they're going to throw. That's probably true. Mm, so that mm. I guess that brought me into Hold my on. next question is, do you actually think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to stay hot? Stay like how he is. Oh, I mean, with Adams out, maybe. Oh man, I'm I'm waffling between Josh Allen and Rodgers. E- either uh, one's not a bad. He, he does like Alan Lazard and MVS, so it's it's possible. That it he is just stay hot. It is very possible. Um, yeah, I, I oh, can I have a five one and a five two? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, go beam. for it. Well, who's your five one? Who's your five two? Aaron Rodgers five one, and then Josh Allen five two. <laughs> like they're <laughs> tied in my mind. They're they're very close. They're they're gonna be good. So yeah, no, I 100 percent agree with that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's when you All get right. farther in that list that it becomes a little more like. So we saw Jonathan, uh, unfortunately, Marlon Mack going down with injury. Although Marlon Mack didn't always look like the best running back, it, it always is sad to see you know a player go down with injury. We never want to see that happen to anyone, especially Achilles injury. That, that's a tough thing to see. So with this being in mind, and with seeing how he uh, Jonathan Taylor did last week, is this some? Is this the start of something special for Jonathan oh. Taylor? Way Going to ask the Jets, is <laughs> I know that that's the whole point of this question. Just, is going against a, a weaker defense is? Do you think he's just going to build upon what he did last week, or do you think he's going to do about the same? Or he will be each week. Number. Do he will do a little bit better until he's eventually like um finishes as like a, a top five running back. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, and he's going to kick it off this week by being the number two overall running back. Who's maybe number the number one. I said maybe the number one. Um, I know. I was saying who's number one? Zeke? Is uh, that who you're pegging as number one? CEH? Nope. Sanders? Kamara. Kamara? Okay, I can see that. With Devontae Adams being out. Or sorry, not Michael Thomas, wrong team. Michael Thomas being out. The fact that Green Bay is, you know, loose on running backs at the moment. I mean, for Christ's sakes, they let on Johnson get 12 points and then... Uh, sorry, Swift get 12 points, and then Johnson get nine also on top you know, in the same game. You're going to get Kamara, who's going to do way more than that, catch the ball out of the backfield way more. I mean, he had 95 yards receiving last week. He's, this, he's just going to go off, and then I think it's going to be Jonathan Taylor, and I know you're doing that because I've been trying since you drafted Jonathan Taylor, number two overall in our draft. Um, yeah. I mean, you also know why I'm hesitant to trade him. Because I knew eventually he would overtake Marlon Mack at some point. My prediction was around week six to eight. However, I, I didn't necessarily predict him taking over week two with Marlon Mack getting right. injured. I would not be surprised if he finishes with over 150 yards and more than one score. It would not blow my mind. Actually, I would... Maybe they're going to get up by so much that they're going to actually bench him and put in Naheem Hines and uh, Jonathan Williams. I mean, that that is a possibility. He might only get 100 
yards because they're like, okay, we're winning by so much. That still gets me a bonus, so. Right. <laughs> hey, that's so good for me. You know, I hope they take him out after 80 yards. 80 yards, no touchdowns on four carries, and you're just going to sit there going, why isn't he in? Why? I mean, as long as he gets a couple touchdowns out of it, too, that's okay then. Um, so there's. Then I'd be okay with it. You know what? 80 yards, four carries, two touchdowns. Let's go. And then Elliott would be my number three running back. Um, number four is going to be Miles Sanders. I know not a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to be so great. No. Yeah. Or how they're going to be. Oh, he's not that great. He had only one game so far. He was hurt the first week. And then number five, I'm going Austin Eckler. So that that rounds out my top five. So yeah, How do you think um, Eckler would do with Joshua Kelly and what they've – how um how much show, how much the Chargers have shown to actually like Kelly? Uh they. Do you think do you think Elker's actually gonna get that much production to be top five? Easily, a they're facing Carolina. B Fair. he catches the ball. C yes, Joshua Kelly got twenty three carries, but remember, quite a bit of garbage time. And second, Austin Eckler got sixteen. He still got sixteen touches on the ground. And that he had 93 yards with that. So he's an efficient runner. They're a terrible defense. Plus, he's hella involved in the you know the receiving game. He he had four targets, 55 yards, all four catches. So he's gonna get the work. He's gonna get a f- couple splashes finally. A couple splashes, eh? A couple splashes. He's gonna get in that that end zone. I don't know. At least he's not in your team, thank God. And if I'd, I could I'd, put it on Eckler, I'd go Kenny Drake. That'd be my my other number five. If I, you know what, I played Kenny Drake last week, so I'm glad he didn't do didn't do shit. Or I didn't play him; I played against him. Right. So I'm I'm happy. He only got like five or six points. Stewart, if you're listening, trade me Kenyon Drake. You already know. No, trade me. Uh, Zeke, god damn it! Nah, all right. Stewart, trade me Zeke. Are we gonna do the top five wide receivers this week, real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Might as well. All right. Are you, do you want to go first, or you want to go second on this? Uh, you can go first. Thanks. Uh, You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Number one, way. I I guess I'll go. I I kind of I don't know. We can go one, two, three, and four, and five kind of thing. Um. You want to together on three? I, I think it's going to be number one. Num, my number one is Hopkins. Eh, mine too. With Kirk <laughs> out. Uh, Christian Kirk out. Oh, yeah. He's and going against a, of a softer lines defense. Oh, yeah. He's the target hog. He's going to enjoy the day. He's he's going to put up like a week one performance where he's going 14, tar- or 14 catches, 100 yards, 150. Oh, That'd be bad for you, but very good for me. I know. Hopkins my number one receiver. Yep, I know. Trust me. Well, it doesn't get much better for me because guess who I I have at number two? Uh, DK Metcalf. That is right. I do have DK Metcalf. Another person you you traded to me uh, a few weeks ago, bud. No, you got me blitzed out drunk and then took advantage (laughs) of me. How did I get you? I'm a thousand. Nay, I'm 1,200 miles away. From you currently, how you did said, I? How did I force you to get drunk? Please, you, please you enlighten me. Saying, 
you kept saying, take another shot. Do another one, pussy. Do another one, bitch. So I did. And I hey, got- that's not my fault you listened to me, though. That's your fault so for, just for listening you're a to bad me. influence? Nope. I'm a great influence. Your father <laughs> loves me. No. I I wanted DK Metcalf on my team. I was so happy I had him for so long. And I had turned down that trade so many times before, had I not. I know. I, you've, you've turned down tr- uh, better trades than just DJ Moore for DK straight up. I know. And a lot <laughs> of people are going to be like, that's a funny thing. <laughs> that's not a bad trade. I mean, you did get DJ. Yeah, but you don't know my wide receivers. I was already loaded. I didn't need a safe floor. I wanted a guy who had exponential ceiling. Like I wanted a dude whose ceiling was so high you couldn't fucking see it. I didn't want a guy who had a safe floor. That's why I love DK because I, I love the talent and just the versatility he brings to the table, especially for the Seahawks. And Russell seems to love him. Oh, Russell. So I, him. I'm okay playing him every single week. No doubt. <sighs> we might have to make this a Lock it and tag it every week. Play. Oh, yeah. I would play him every week. Doesn't matter the matchup. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, he he beasts on everyone. Didn't he I don't catch care much for Tyler ball? Lockett. I don't, I don't care much for Tyler Lockett. So. I mean, he's doing my, good. He's doing good, but I'm just saying I don't care much for him. I'm not traded for him. I'd play him if he was on my team already if I you know, drafted him in the original right. draft type St- thing. Stewart did a dumb trade, traded up three spots and gave up Tyler Lockett for it. Like, you... He got uh, the quarterback he, he, he wanted got the quarterback and needed. He wanted, but man, he could have played Fitzmagic and been just fine. Okay. So, so then, how long do you think um, that? I guess that kind of a perfect subway because segue because you love Tua. How long do you think it's going to take until Tua is actually playable? Oh my fucking god! Because dude. the way he played last night, hey, they're not going to ever go to him. The way he played Thursday night against the Jags, I don't know. He looked damn good. He was damn efficient. So Tua, I would like to say, gets to start before the end of the year, but I'm not sure. The only thing I'm happy about is that it's Fitzpatrick, you know, mentoring him, saying, hey, if you throw a pick, man, dust yourself off and go back out there. Keep swinging. Don't just lay down. Don't get discouraged. Like, you see me. I've been in the league 17 years. I throw a pick. I get out there. I I go right back to that corner and target him. I I show him I'm not afraid. Yeah. I mean, he he threw three picks against the Patriots in week one. So, yeah, he's not afraid. He's not afraid. And he keeps going. He doesn't care. He's. He's a real gunslinger. So, uh, that's obviously, fair. I, that's fair. I hope Tua doesn't make that many mistakes. Obviously, but I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think Tua will. Uh, I mean, Tua is not a person I would have drafted, but he's a damn talented quarterback, and he's going to be damn good in the league as long as he has a supporting cast around him, like he, because you know, down in Alabama when he was in college, he had a. An amazing receiving corps. He had amazing receivers around him. So as long as the Dolphins can actually build around Tua and you know build around him because they seem to, they seem like they want him to be his, their franchise quarterback. Oh yeah, they do. So hopefully they actually build around him, draft the pieces they need, and invest in offensive playmaking. I think Tua will be just fine. I, I think so for the long term. For this year, it's not too great for his fantasy outlook and redraft or for Dynasty. Redraft, he's completely off my, my radar. Yeah, I wouldn't even have him. 
Un- I unless there's an injury in front of him, I wouldn't even have him. And even if then, Fitzmagic surprisingly goes down or gets subbed out. Maybe I'd pick him up to be in my team. But other than that, I'm I'm not thinking about him at all. Right. So let me finish this out real quick. So all right, number two it. is DK. Number yeah, three, boy, for me is going to be Allen Robinson. Really? Okay. Yep. Number four is Terry McLaurin. Mm. And then number five is DJ Moore. Really? And I like DJ Moore because the targets, because CMC went down, he's going to get more of that short intermediate work. Terry McLaurin, he's proven he can beat any corner, and all he's got to do is get peppered with, you know, targets. Haskins. Do you trust Haskins to do that, though? I don't care about it. Haskins can throw 30 interceptions as long as he gives McLaurin 10 targets, he'll get seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown, just like last week. No, please no. As long as you target, this kid is special. I actually, out of, if it was I, I don't disagree, I just Lauren, don't want it to be true because you're, you're, he's on your team, you're playing him. I, I am extremely high on McLaurin. And then uh, Allen Robinson, he's the Bears' elite receiver. I know he disappeared last week, he had nine targets. Um, I think he was in his head. He was frustrated with the Bears. I think this is a get-right game against Atlanta. It's going to be, you know, they're going to have to throw the ball. So I'm I'm starting Mitchell Trubisky in my second QB spot for the pure hope that, yes, he's going to throw some picks, but I hope he throws more touchdowns than interceptions. That's, that's where my head's at on that one. And Allen Robinson's going to get the majority of those because I'm not starting Anthony Miller and I'm not starting – uh danny moore we'll get to that when we get to the games so i i think i i agree with your list for the most part however i would take alan robinson out and put in um amari cooper and put robinson at number six okay hey can't argue just, with just because cooper is my six, just so. just because i it's gonna be a shootout and i think the volume for cooper is gonna be there Dak loves Amari. He's already proven that with the targets that, you know, uh, Cooper has gotten. So, I mean, obviously nothing's guaranteed, but yeah, I, I'd put Robinson at number six and Cooper at number three. Are you getting scared about C.D. Lamb possibly taking over on this team? Or no, you still think, because he's already taken over Michael Gallup. I mean, he's got more targets, he's got more yards, he's more involved. I mean, we no, knew this. Uh, I'm not. Him. I'm not nervous about it with Mark Cooper. Uh, I mean, Dak and Mari have played this with their second or third year together, right? Second year, I believe. No, third year, right? Two and a half, technically. Two, okay, that's right. He came over in halfway through the season, a couple of years ago. So, I mean, they've already played together for you know two and a half, three years now. So, I'm not. I'm not too worried about it in terms of that. Uh, when he actually does start, you know, legitimately overtaking Amari Cooper, then I'll, I'll be a lot more nervous. But right now, I'm not too nervous. If right. I was a Michael Gallup uh, owner like Cole, be, <laughs> Cole, who was trying to uh, give me him for super cheap in the offseason, I was like, no, because I had full intention of drafting. But I, right. And so I remember I got a. Cooper, I got him for cheap, kind of, not necessarily cheap, but I, I got Cooper, 
and I hung on to him because I, I love Cooper. And right. then I, I drafted Jerry Judy. He he was my my only target number four, unless Joe Burrow was there. If Joe Burrow wasn't there, uh, Judy was gonna be my my guy. Although I, I did love CD Lamb too. I I mean I have one pick in all forty of the rookies that were taken in this year's draft. So remember, dynasty. You only use picks on incoming rookies. There was we had forty picks. I had mm-hmm. one, and it was the number seventh overall. And I I was thinking about Tua because I need you know QB. And then I was thinking about who I had number one rated overall in our fantasy are in in the draft in both real life and in you know fantasy football. And I I got right. him at number seven, and I said that's the seal of the draft. And a lot of people are like no man, possibly not. And I I get that Gaskins and Robinson are you know showing out, so maybe it won't be the seal of the draft. But long term career wise, I am I probably won't trade him unless it's an arm and a leg. I would not mind having him forever so you want to include in a jonathan taylor trade then eh? a jonathan taylor is maybe the only other rookie <laughs> that i would trade him for i wouldn't even trade him for ceh because i already have too many kansas city players so um That's i think right. jonathan yeah, taylor might be ceh i have mahomes and hill and i don't want mahomes hill and ceh oh that's right i don't know why C- i said ceh you were you're already projecting it Stuart and i are about to make a trade i just haven't told you Oh, Stuart. God <laughs> damn it. Trade me Zeke. <laughs> so, um, no, I just, this kid's special, period. All right. So, he could be, runs, yeah. That's, that that's runs, very true. <laughs> that rounds out our top five. We were talking earlier, tight ends. So, do we want to do the top five tight ends, or is that pretty much known at this point? Uh, I mean, we can go through it. All right. You want me Real to run quick? through mine? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, let me click here so I got all the tight ends on my my screen. Um, so, uh, number one, I'm going Darren Waller. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, Mark Andrews. Number four, Zach Ertz. Number five, I'm actually going to surprise some people. And I'm going Jordan Reed for this week. Hold on, real quick. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think many people can argue Darren Waller just because of the target share he's gotten so far this year. 35% of it. Like, That's insane for a tight end. From an accurate QB to not like an inaccurate Derek athlete. Carr is, he is not a terrible quarterback. He's been doing so pretty good so far. Darren Waller has been having an outstanding season. But Jordan Reed, why Jordan Reed at number five? Kittle's and out. And not someone else. Yep, Kittle's out, Debo's out, the running game's missing two key components. Uh, due to the volume that Nick Mullins, he's going to need a safety blanket, and that's going to be Reed. They're not going to be able to just mm-hmm. sit there. And, true, true. I mean, they are facing a weak defense, so, I mean, possibly they can they can hold out and not play so much. But I think Danny Dimes is going to do enough that San Francisco is going to have to pass the ball. So that's that's why I think it's due to the simple fact, you know, if Kittle was in, we'd all be saying Kittle's number one, right? So I think his replacement isn't as good, but let's not forget, Reed is athletic. He's had good years. Yeah, he had good games with so the Washington team. I like I said, a lot of people aren't gonna like that, but I would take it. I, I would 
put him in at my number five. What about you? I know your your top five is not going to look the same, but like I said, I'm all in on Reed. I was talking about him last Damn. episode. I'm talking about him this episode. I'm talking about Reed. And if Reed sinks my ship, well, Reed sinks my ship. I mean, I, I wouldn't complain about him sinking your ship. Right. I would, uh, in fact, love that. I am only playing you this week. Yeah. All righty. I, I don't know. I, I like Tyler Higbee, and I like what he could potentially do week three. Oh, my God. That kid, Tyler Higbee, after signing that contract last year, has proven he might be worth it. Guess. So I, I think he's probably the only one I'd take out of Jordan Reed and put in Tyler Higbee for. At number Maybe. five? Yeah. Really? Maybe John New Smith. You wouldn't even look at like possibly an Austin Hooper against a Washington defense, you know, with Najoku down or um you know, a Drew Sample against Philly or I mean I like those, but I Derek take, Cook. You know, with I'd Michael Thomas KB down. and John New Smith over them. Okay. What about Jared Cook with Michael Thomas down? Breeze likes his tight end, you know. Breeze does, but I mean, his week two was two for five for 13 yards. So it's not really inspiring, you know, that right. he'll do good this year. At least John Smith and Higby had good stat lines. Yeah, five for four for 84 and two for John. Yeah, exactly. What about Logan Thomas? He's facing a, a Cleveland defense that isn't too hard. And he had nine targets, four catches, 26 yards. So not great. But if he falls in that end zone, sometimes that's enough, especially in. Another top ten, and yeah, nine that's only nine targets. That yeah, yeah, had four catches on twenty six yards for twenty six yards. Right. So I mean, he he wasn't very productive, but he would he'd probably he if I was desperate, he'd be someone I'd play. Okay, okay. So that that brings out you know our running backs, wide receivers, quarters, and tight ends. Uh, we are. We've been in this for a minute. Yeah, we didn't do we didn't do what we were, we we were going to do. Single game. <laughs> hey, that's okay. We got tomorrow. That's right. I think that you know top five for ranking. Should we do any other like little questions for this one? Because we have just a touch of time. Like Washington, would you be playing Gibson against the Brown? You know, just as a volume play. Mm, yes. You'd be playing him as a volume play. Good I, I, I like I'm trying him. to trade for him. What'd you say? Good thing I'm trying to trade for him as we Miss, speak. Mr. LaMare, don't do it if you're listening. <laughs> All right, how do you feel about Justin Herbert playing again? With uh, you know, the defensive getting a little game script on him, do you think he he does fine You know, when the defense is able to prepare for him? Or do you think he's going to do worse? Chargers against Panthers. That defense just looks porous. It looks like they had their best player in franchise history, Luke Keekly, retire or something. Because they look bad on defense. Now, granted, no preseason, you know, due to COVID, no training camp, all that other stuff. So I get why they're not meshing yet, and it's only week mm-hmm. three, so I don't expect them to mesh more until more towards you know, halfway through the year, because that's when I'll be like, oh, hey, they're actually a pretty decent defense. They drafted all defensive players, which is, you right. know, you had to hit a gem in there somewhere. So 
No, I think Herbert uh, could put up another potential line like he did last week. You know, due to the simple fact that it's it's Carolina and he faced the Kansas City defense, which wasn't that easy, but he still put up 311 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Sure, he may throw more picks this time around, but he'll he'll put up 300 plus yards and he'll he'll be out there. Oh, look at that! I just had a notification saying Tyrod Taylor's out week three. I really hope so. That poor yeah. guy. I mean, kind of figured as, as such. So I, I, I do feel bad for him. That that's a oh, I awful, agree. awful thing to happen. Hundred percent. I mean that that is very well career changing. So it no, definitely could be Herbert full full system go. Full yeah, system. I like it. I like it. You know, because he's part of my bet. <laughs> yes, we have a bet. Tua versus Herbert. I said I'd take Tua scoring more points than Herbert. I did not think that. I think this should be disqualified because no one thought Tyrod Taylor was going to get his lung punctured by a doctor. Like if Tyrod Taylor was playing, he'd still be the, the QB. Let's be honest. They they said they were going to stick with him. Oh, he I, would be, yes. So I think we should eliminate all of those uh, due to injury. What do you think? Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> You're not so hot on that, right? I don't know. <laughs> I want to win this bet. <laughs> Even Man, though the, there's not much writing on it, but... I don't think I have my, my games right because on this um, piece of paper here, I put <laughs> the Chiefs Monday night against the Raiders. But then I have the Raiders on this document. Um Say the Raiders are playing the Patriots there, bud. Right. So why did I put the Raiders twice? I don't know. Why did you? You tell me, man. You tell me. Damn it. A great question. You know what? It is a great question. Thank you. That's why I do podcasts. Thanks, bud. Just (laughs) so good at your job. All right. So question. Do you think the Raiders can stay on script? Against the Patriots? Yeah. Because we'll know what they want to be, but will they be able to stay on script? That's a great question, honestly. Um, I doubt it. Just knowing the, just knowing the, the Raiders, with Henry Ruggs being hurt and with their offense not meshing well and there's not much depth at those wide receivers, I would say it's it's going to be a long fight for them to try to uh, get back into that game. And I think Cam Newton's just good enough to tear that defense up. All right, over-under, Josh Jacobs, 80 yards. <sighs> Over. Over? Now, are we, hold on, are we talking rushing or total? Rushing, rushing. Just rushing? Over uh, under 80 yards, one touchdown. I'll take the over. Over how much? Uh, not by much, by 10 yards. Okay, 90 yards. Yep, I think that's Because, I mean, the way. Patriots' rush defense so far hasn't been, hasn't been the greatest, so I could see that. So I believe I, they I, give up around over 
about one fifteen a game. So that would that would not surprise me if that's you know where he ends. He could again potentially have a bigger day. Um, you better hope not for your rate uh, for your uh, Patriots' sake. Yeah, I mean I'm playing Tampa Bay right now. Who knows? It may switch to the to the Patriots. Here's a good question for you know Ravens owners on Monday who have to decide you know to put a Ravens player in their flex before the week. What a uh, what. Ravens running back, would you start or would you not start him? Oh, that's difficult. <laughs> that That's not an easy question. I, I like Mark Ingram as a start for a flex play. So you're putting Mark Ingram as a flex? Yeah, I mean... What about Wyatt? Swift? Go ahead. Downey Swift that might not be a bad start either. Well, DeAndre Swift for the Lions... I mean, not the honest with J.K. Fuck. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. God damn it. <laughs> so, J.K. Dobbins, I mean, he's not going to be a bad one. It, it's just volume in that room, you know, that running back room. Cause Gus exactly, but they have a lot of volume to go around. Right. But who knows if they're going to be able to run as much, you know, having to play Although, the Although, I mean, Mark Greenham hasn't done so hot this year. He has 29 carries for like he had 80 yards one. and just one touchdown. Right, just an awful game one. Like, I mean, it was more like an awful game two. Was it game two? I'm thinking of nine carries for like twenty some yards. Oh yeah, the first game he was like ten carries, fifty five yards, and a touchdown. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. I was just looking at the no, stats. No, it was you had you look at the dates. He played Cleveland first, which was ten rushes, oh, yeah. twenty nine yards. Never so yeah, mind. no, it was game one, uh, putrid. And then game two, he did much better, but that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you know. I don't know if I'm starting any any Baltimore running back unless it's fucking Lamar Jackson. So if you're not starting, so I would start like all I'd Ravens. Start, no, no, no. I'd start Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Marquise Brown. I'd be okay. I would be comfortable starting those three players. Okay, that's kind of where I would be on that also. Um, let's say you if have. If I was desperate and I needed flex play, I would start um, mm, Dobbins. You start Dobbins over, you know, Gus Edwards, who is yeah, who's been involved in this offense and is only owned in two percent. Ten rushes, seventy-three yards, week two. Four rushes, seventeen for week one. See that? That's for the thing touches. is that with with the Ravens. Uh, <laughs> They use them all, so it's it's a it's definitely a lot harder to uh, tell who they're actually going to use week to week. Well, let's say you have, um, although J.K. is listed higher on the depth chart as of right now, um, I, I would try and stay away from those players at least. So, okay, those, let's those play. three running backs. Let's let's play a little game of Would You Rather. Okay, let's go. Would you rather Frank Gore or any of those running backs? Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Frank Gore is at least going to get the touches. That he is. Boston Scott. Although, I mean, Frank Gore didn't get a ton of yards, though he at least got, what, like 
21 if touches. I, if I remember carry correctly, he got like 17 carries on 66 yards or something like that. No, 21 for 63. Okay, I was close. Yep. But still, he 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 got the he got the volume. Right. And with volume comes chances to get those touchdowns and and you know get those breakaway 10-15 yards. So, I guess here's my other question. Um goodness, I just lost the guy. So let's go Jamal Williams, backup running back in Green Bay, or any of those running backs. Is that when you'd finally put Mark Ingram in? You said for what again? Jamal Williams or the Ravens running back? My Ravens running back. Which one would it be? Ingram? <sighs> Probably Ingram, yeah. Okay. Uh, next one would be Boston Scott against Cincinnati or Ravens against Chiefs. And remember, you have to throw them in a flex play because they're playing on Monday night. So I don't, I don't know about Boston Scott with Miles Sanders there being healthy playing this week. Okay. Ooh, let's, let's do a good one for PPR. Uh, I, mean, I would love to say Boston Scott because, you know, I'm playing you, but let's be honest. It's probably not going to work out. With exactly. James White going down. Rex Burkhead's going to get more catches for the Patriots. Would, well, James PPR, White didn't go down. His dad died. Come on now. That's going down. I just mean down for the <laughs> week. I'm not saying like he's in. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Trying to rattle my cage. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Why not? With Rex Burkhead, he rushed uh, six times for two yards, which isn't great, but he caught four of six passes for 47 yards. Would you rather play Rex Burkhead or a Ravens running back? Uh, uh, probably... I think- I'm going Burkhead on this against that Las Vegas defense. Cam Newton dumping that pass off. I mean, yeah, but Cam Newton's probably also going to rush for a decent amount. And then see, I think that takes more up of the Sony Michelle stock. Who I think is useless. Well, Rex Burkhead or Sony Michelle, and then answer for whoever you choose against the uh, the Ravens because that might be someone's decision this week. That's not fair. I mean, that's a fair question. I don't like the question, though. It's tough when you get down to the nitty-gritty. I think I'm going Rex over Sony, and I'm going Rex over any of the Ravens, and then I think I'd take Mark Ingram over Sony. I just don't like Sony. He he was good coming out of college, in my opinion. You know, first-round pick out of Georgia was a pass catcher. They don't use him as a pass catcher at all. But when your third year in the league, you're going 10 for 37 and 1, 7 for 19, you're a potter. You're, you're just a f- one, two down back, get off the field. I mean, if Bill Belichick could not unleash his potential, I could only imagine if he had went somewhere else. I mean, he, he probably would have been better off somewhere else. I don't think so. I think, like, if James White went somewhere else, I think he would stink. But I think... Bill Belichick knows how to use James White so perfectly that he's relevant, not only in fantasy, but in real life. Same thing with Rex Burkhead, who backed up the Cincinnati Bengals running backs long ago, couldn't get on the field. But now he's decent. You can actually pop him as, you know, as 
you know, a flex, a late, late round play. I think if Bill Belichick could not unleash your potential, what? I just don't he think he did get the carries game. last year. He, he, and they got workhorse level carries. He did get, I'll give you that. He did get that, but he didn't do much with them. And that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like, sure, the volume's good. It's kind of like Frank Gore this week. The volume's good, but man, you're not going to be happy playing him week in, week out. You're going to yeah, want him to. Last year, he had 247 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, average 3.7 yards a carry. Right. Which, eh? He had 12 receptions on 20 targets for 94 yards. No touchdowns, yeah. His first if, year, if he was, he was really, more involved in the in the receiving game, if James White wasn't there, I would love to have. I'd, I'd oh, be. Yeah. I would love to have Sonny Michelle on my team. Actually, I'm surprised they have not already gotten Damian Harris and thrown him in comparative to Sony Michelle. I think I'd rather see Sony Michelle at this point. Then, yeah, I mean, if Jam- Damien Harris really hasn't been involved, it I mean, I guess it just speaks to possibly what he's been doing at practice or how he's been forming at practice. Hmm. You know who I didn't know about that I just learned of? His name is JJ Taylor. You Jay. didn't know about him? I did not. I mean, he was an intriguing pickup for the Patriots. Yeah, I see that. I could he was spell. A, he was a nice little player. I liked him. And I, I want to keep him. He got a slightly involved last week, I believe. Yeah, he's had a couple carries. And not the worst. Five for 27 yards. One target, one catch. Okay. Hmm. He hasn't been heavily involved because I believe he was undrafted. Oh, Yeah. If I didn't even know about him, he had to have been undrafted. Oh, like, I get it. so cool. No, it's dude. Yeah, draft I mean, week is tiny. It's like okay, yeah, he's five five, undrafted out of Arizona. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Did not kill, you know, his pro day. So that could be why. All right, so let's go to the next one since um, you. Are you taking Rex Burkhead over all of them like me or no? Uh, Probably none of them. None of them? All righty. Even though I love the Patriots, uh, as you know, and as I've said many times, I'm just not comfortable taking any of their running backs. I have one final question for you. What's that, bud? It's going to be, I know you have Alan Lazard on your bench, but would you rather play Alan Lazard or MVS this week? Mm. Because I think I'd lean towards Lazard. You know, Rogers has talked very highly of him. He has not looked great so far. I'd probably go Lazard just because he's the number two. Lazard. But an important thing to remember is, is uh, I mean, uh, Rodgers has spoken highly of MVS as well. Maybe that's just because he's the quarterback, or maybe that's because he's actually 
been impressed with MVS. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, Yahoo is saying Aaron Rodgers can't fully trust MVS, but he is a big play threat. So, yeah, I did see that. I think I, I, I did. I have liked the Lazard for a while. I mean, that's why I've kept him on team, and I haven't dropped him when I could have for other players. Right. So I feel comfortable enough with him if I was in emergency in an emergency situation and needed to, you know, play somebody. All right. So to finish this off, I'm going to ask my father, trade me. It's out on your desk. Stuart, let's get back in those talks. And Bryce, uh, send me to a, other than that, I say like, subscribe, share, retweet, uh, everything, everything, get us famous y'all. I don't. I don't care about the fame. I just want to stop. I want the fame. Give me that fame. This industry is so old and dusty. <laughs> we need to come and clean it out because these fantasy experts don't know what they're talking about. Let's go. This is ben, I'm signing off. Yo, peace out, y'all. <laughs>